Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Couple of little interesting things, Allison. Three, three things, housekeeping things I want to tick off. First of all, and we're not going to dwell on this a whole lot because of uh, this uh, idiot who um, was mad about the, my driving fast on the dirt road yesterday because he's in charge, the czar of all the dirt roads, being placid always and never having somebody driving fast on them. And so I had to be an MF and all those other things. Um, if you don't remember, going 35 miles per hour. I went 34. I was going 35 miles per hour. What's wrong with you? 20 miles per hour is the limit, you motherfucker. What's wrong with you? 20 miles because of animals like you. Animals? Why are you calling me a mother? You're a criminal. I am. <laughs> You're a criminal. For going how fast? 30 miles per hour down a dirt road? 20 miles per hour is the speed limit. Are you a cop? Mind your own business, you loser. You. Come here. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to What? What are you trying to? Are you trying to fight me? Are you trying to fight me? Well, you can you can take your movie. I don't give a. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't give a bleep. Congratulations, well, though. That's now your most watched Twitter video, I believe. Is it really? Twelve K views. Oh wow. Well, you know what. Um, um, so it is, it is an interesting thing, you know, all of that really, he didn't care. It was in the car, the terrorizing me, you know, uh, on me, like a foot behind, like out of nowhere in a madman with all the anger and rage. It is at this point, um, at this point, obviously He's on video. I don't know if you can, if you can zoom in and even see him. Can you? No, not really. I mean, that's why I think this was like totally safe to post on social mm-hmm. media because like we didn't 
name and shame anybody. He's really not very identifiable unless you... I mean, probably if you know who the guy is, like if you're friends with him, oh, then you different. would recognize oh, him. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's not but like... When, when he was right behind me, man, you could see that face right there. That's how, that's how I knew when we found it but, on social media. That yeah, like, oh, so, that's the guy. But for the record, like we did figure out who this guy is, and mm-hmm. we did actually end up filing a police report. They mm-hmm. said they were going to pay him a little visit and uh, right, so, talk to him about how he reacts to traffic well, exactly. situations. And the other thing is, is that, because we stress very much, like we don't want to like ruin this guy's life or get him in no, trouble. So th- or, like, I, I, I thank you very much. Okay. But I appreciate you being counseled for me on this one, but mostly it was me. I think probably involved in this. You did call a cop. So as, you, my, yeah, as my attorney, you requested that I do that. Cause I can't you? do it. Cause that's very unmanly. Okay. Well, I did but, that. Um, but, um, but also for for being a sick-in-the-head progressive who has posted on Facebook Namaste with pictures of the <laughs> Buddha statue he has at his house. Is that not cultural appropriation? I don't think he comes from a traditionally Buddhist uh, area. By the way, how come the only words he knows are criminal, animal, and mf but like he doesn't know you have the movie picture show taking the pictures of me of the kind of like you have those. movie recorder in your car like, learn that learn those okay but you know he just the ones that he needs to use most is he calls people mf or when they when he decided that they drive too fast and he's a special um a deputy of the state so he gets to decide mm-hmm. what happens <laughs> but really if you think about it for the little moment of like while I was on the receiving end of his tirade, as he got to feel self righteous and vent all his anger, mm-hmm. it is remarkable that I have this guy dead to rights at this moment. I know who he is. I know where he lives. I know where he works. I know who his friends are. I've got all the stuff I need in the world. You know, mm-hmm. I could hand this information off to people who probably could make his life very unpleasant in ways. That he cannot begin to imagine. Although he's mostly off of social media, which is probably a smart thing. Although I get the feeling that that uh, people in his circle are horrified by this. And they're just waiting right now. They're saying, all it's going to take is one person to identify him. There's only one French dickhead in this town, I think. So <laughs> There's only 5,000 people in the whole town. Right. How many French dickheads can there be? <laughs> I mean, like it seems like it must be a low number. But what's not acceptable to me is on Facebook here that we've, you know, it's on a bunch of, uh, one bunch of town Facebook things. People saying, a pretty awful exchange on both sides. Or pretty uh, tough to hear. Um, both people are... Wow, those are a lot of F words I can't unhear. Well, no, no, hold on. It's like, what do you mean exchange? I had the psycho tailing me. <laughs> I had the psycho calling me an mf Like, at at some point, I stopped just taking it and started to give it back. And so there's no exchange. One person was the aggressor here. He well, is Putin who attacked Ukraine. Ukraine did a bit good job of repelling Putin, and but Ukraine doesn't. No, no, no. I'm not taking this whatsoever. Well, and and I mean, by the way, let me tell you some one more okay, thing. Okay. And this is what people should know. And my brother knows this about me. I am not a uh, brilliant person. My IQ is. I don't think it's very good. <laughs> I started to take an IQ test online, like in 1989, 1999, and like backed way out of it, and like closed the computer down. <laughs> I was so angry that I didn't know any of the questions. <laughs> but I am smart in a way that I am smart, and I am smart in a way that I am smart. Where my 
my kind of smart is a prime fit for vengeance. It really is. I can be a conniving, meticulous, evil, effective, to use my friend's words, motherfucker, when I want to be. Now, um, I'm not often because nothing rates so often, but I would just let Frenchie know. I don't know. Nobody has to let anybody know that I have things going on in my life, etc. But I could make things very unpleasant for him. Very unpleasant. If I devoted any time to think about how to do it. I've got all the pieces I need. Lawyer right Alice just wants to add that Tom doesn't mean in any ways that are no. in any way illegal or no, and no, ethically and, wrong and at no, all. And no uh, vigilantism. No, no, no. But, but, but I'll just leave it right there to say that, I mean, a particularly um, privileged catbird seat right now. And so my little French friend... I would suggest that he make some kind of statement. That's what I would suggest. You think he should own it on social media? I think he should make some kind of statement. I would highly suggest that. And I'll just put that there. I'm going to go on with my life. A now. few other people in the comments knew who it was too, because well, he's accosted them also. So this is a exactly. part, this was not a one off with this Acosti. guy. Exactly. And I'm not a vigilante, et cetera, et cetera, and I'm not into anything like that. But no one has cornered the market on accosting. I'll just say that. That's it. All right. <clears throat> and also, don't go on Facebook and and tell me that it was a bad exchange. There was no exchange. It was a effing psycho and in me. Well, my favorite part is people saying, like, not nah, like, because a few people wanted to know who it was, like, said in the comments, like, we should name this guy and shame him. And, like, we didn't really, like, respond to that at all, just because it's not, we're not trying to do that. But, like, there were some people who very quickly jumped on those comments and were like, no, no, let's not try and shame anybody on social media. <clears throat> yes <laughs> like, a little bit quickly which i thought was kind of funny because there are definitely people in this town who mm. know that i mean you can't not this town is too small yes and a lot of those people are sort of saying listen we need to really step back here and maybe this isn't the way we do it maybe there are extra we shouldn't have these conversations a lot of those people don't seem to know that i know that there is friend but i know this is not a game that anybody can beat me at. I'm sorry about that, Alice. This is, I've already got everything I need. Um, as a matter of fact, Alice Shattuck and I uh, partnered with some pretty high-level oppo research one time, which will probably, which will uh, be looked at in retrospect again probably uh, in about two years, I would say. <clears throat> I don't think we need to involve ourselves in that, though. I well, worked pretty hard to make sure that well, our fingerprints were not on that. I understand. But, okay. I, but, I've, but, but I mean, I, but, by being at the Herald or whatever, it was always something that we were up to. People are always handing stuff off to you. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that I get the hateful part out of the way. Okay. <clears throat> um, we, it's very possible we're on the precipice of, of being a part of a sponsor for the radio for weight loss. 
So I Are you say, allowed to talk about this yet? <laughs> not, not yet. Right? Okay. So now, don't not spoil yet. anything. But I will just say no because I want to say because I had a good um, I had a good I just had a talk with somebody who was representing today and I thought it was interesting because he said, well, as far as drinking goes, while on this program, he said, yeah, essentially it's all that your hard stuff you can have. You can have like a um, uh, you can have a you know a scotch and soda or you can have like a martini or a, or a or, or a bourbon neat whatever. But it's not the beers of this and that. And he said, well, for me, that's better, too, because because <clears throat> he had taken it. He said, he said, um, w- um, because like with all the sugary beer, I found that my hangovers are, were much worse anyway. So and and I'm thinking, like, wait a second, were you actually getting a hangover from a beer <laughs> or <clears throat> compared to the hangover you don't get from a vodka soda? <laughs> and so I'm starting to wonder if actually there's no such thing as a beer. <laughs> or there's no such thing as a vodka soda and I'm just missing this the same way that like every I'm finding out that every uh, massage parlor is a uh, place for prostitution now it's like uh, nobody clued me in is it is that true that, that nobody ever meant a drink that nobody has ever had a single one <laughs> I wonder okay so here's the other thing I think thing. a lot of people got a hangover when they have a beer <laughs> Okay, and the other thing is, um, oh yes, yes. Like here's a little inside baseball. A a cool thing about having a radio job, even though you know the way radio is going, an AM radio, whatever. You know, we're we're shutting the lights out slowly. Some places lower than others. My station's doing right, Uh, but. you just know how to pick them between the newspapers mm-hmm. and the AM radio. <laughs> really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Any makes... stock picks? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get into, yeah, GameStop. <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah. Um, so now, the other thing is, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, my pro- I just got a note from somebody at my station saying, do you mind for November um, not shaving your beard all November as part of a social media thing <laughs> which is just a, it's an interesting and weird thing and i said of course i told them that all i have is a i don't have a beard i have neck fat hair <laughs> and so that's it so i won't change i won't shave my ne- neck fat hair um and Stop. i don't what it's just killing me sorry what? <laughs> it it's true made me laugh. okay sorry go ahead <laughs> so i will my neck fat hair will be showing in in november <laughs> but it is interesting it is cool it's like there are jobs that would still do that like we're gonna do something zany, and like, <laughs> still it's okay to to do that. Like HR, the 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 uh, compliance person in HR, or the or the. Um, so, but yeah, but it is true. Like working in a dying industry, you do get less of that stuff. I think than if well, you yeah, work think- at like a Silicon Valley company where everything's going well. There's like more BS happening. Well, right? BS, but also. I mean, we don't have an in-house DEI person, but uh, Google has 53. Right. I think that beard thing could be a problem, depending. Oh, yeah. You know, somewhere somebody probably floated the What about I- the trans men who can't grow a beard? Right. Do you think maybe somebody threw out the idea of everybody doing dreadlocks and how long did that last? <laughs> Although, you know what? I always was personally offended by white people with dreadlocks for years in the 90s. I, I just Oh, but it. it wasn't. But yeah, but it was like... There were some people, like, when I started college, 
there was a girl, a white chick, who had, like, huge dreadlocks. And, um, like, people thought that that was, like, really cool and, like, mm. edgy, right? And Whereas, like, now you really can't be a white person with dreadlocks because that's bad in cultural appropriation. I mean, like, I know people who literally get mad over people that come back from the Caribbean with their hair in braids. Even though, like, I'm pretty sure that that's still a thing. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that the people that you're paying to put your hair in those braids are uh, the people involved in that cultural practice. Right. So it should, by all rights, be okay. But, um, I mean, I, I do know people who get upset and think, like, white people should never have their hair braided or whatever. But, but yeah, like, when I was in, when I was in college, it was certainly still... That was probably, like, 2006-ish. And that was still, like you could borrow stuff from other cultures and that was like cool and awesome and not bad right like people when i was in high school that there was sort of that phase of like the kimono style stuff being in kimono style. yes kimono it's kimono kimono just yeah okay um kimono style stuff was like kind of in style for a while so people had those kind of tops that like went up to the side and with the high collar and stuff that was like kind of in remember in the late 90s early 2000s that was like a thing that was out there you know and there was like people like white chicks would get their hair braided or do dreadlocks and that was it was sort of edgy and like but it it was um you know a thing that existed that people still thought was cool to do that stuff instead of like bad and well that's back when you know it was edgy but edgy against the right people like your parents like really you have such pretty hair charlotte why are you doing that you know but uh you know then they got hit broadsided from you know from the left yeah so then that's over so now you can't do anything like that (sighs) but isn't that funny how it's like people from the left that always get into trouble over this stuff like it's their own people that are coming after them for these things because they're the ones that popularized making it a thing to start with right is it was always like it was all it, it was showing back in like the late 90s early 2000s it was showing that you were a leftist and you liked these other cultures, oh totally right like that's part of what it was but then there was a, a switch that flipped that showed you that you know, made it dangerous for white people to be involved in any of that stuff. So it really like it's just them eating their own really on the left, which is so interesting. I don't know. But um, yeah, this is going to be a really cringe transition. But uh, speaking of other cultures, our first lady today was uh, was showing her appreciation for the great uh, diversity of Latino culture in the United States. Well, somebody told me today I should stop griping all the time, and also I should change the name of the show to the Alice Shattuck Show. <laughs> so he was uh, wrong, uh, dishonest on both. All right, so which to one the, is this? Your, whole... your radio show or this show? Radio show. Okay. Which would be misleading, I think. Okay, here we go. Ready? Okay. This is DJ, Dr. Jill. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the Blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, (laughs) is your strength. That's oh, all that's really ha, 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 ha. The Bogotas of the Bronx. Honey. Who what? doesn't know the famous Bronx Bogotas? 
There was just a Bogota owner who's been featured on Tucker Carlson who defended himself against an attacker. They love the people who work in those Bogotas. It, that, <laughs> you know what? In that, in the cut you told me, you asked me to get from last year. Here's the problem. Is that there's no way, there's no way that that she shouldn't have practiced that speech in front of somebody. That the, that the communication staff should have said, okay, let's go, let's go. But I believe actually her communications person is being transferred to him, to Joe. I mean, how is it possible that they didn't have her read through this in advance after the C.J. Podway thing did, did had happened? No, I know, but like, I'm I'm reiterating, I'm I'm agreeing with you, honey, and because that, you made an excellent point. Well, thank you. That's, that's I'm agreeing nice. with you and emphasizing that it just to me speaks more that like. This White House is like totally unmoored and understaffed and everything else. Well, or just badly staffed. Like, what is somebody not doing if they're doing that? Where is the structure in the White House? You can't can't do that. I mean, you can't put her out there into that situation. If you're going to put her out there, you're right. You can't give her anything that's going to that she can screw up. She's got a problem with Spanish words, as you pointed out. <laughs> This and bring up breakfast tacos <laughs> and bogotas. Well, you you got this woman. You got this woman who's breakfast tacos. <laughs> like, right. how, how do you say that with a straight face? Who wrote this speech? First of all, because I want to have a conversation. But with she them. knows how to say Latinx. I bet. And I so, mean, what do you maybe. think? Who knows? Of course, she does. She knows Latinx. She knows all the woke <gasps> stuff. But for the majority of Hispanics in this country. Hispanic Americans, they're not interested in any of this horse bleep. They're not interested in Cisa Podway. They're not interested in her talking about breakfast tacos. And certainly her talking about bodegas. <laughs> Bogadas, actually. Bogadas. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this is... I mean, could you screw this up worse, possibly, than having this clip go viral right now at a time when the Biden White House is struggling with Hispanics and the... Uh, New York Times is printing pieces about the rise of the far-right Latina, about these dangerous, ultra-maga, scary Latina women who are running for Congress along the southern border, and they're screwing up the entire border crisis, and Hispanics are fleeing the Democratic Party in record numbers. You're going to send Mrs. Or sorry, Dr. Cisse Poitway out there to... to 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Just twist in the wind with words that she can't pronounce. I mean, first of all, it boggles my mind that anybody now, after the bodega discourse that we've had over the last few years, like on Twitter, I've seen nothing except crap about bodegas realistically Mm -hmm. right like because there's been all the talk about how bodegas are this big institution and like they're so much better than anything you can get elsewhere in the country i mean they're basically convenience stores but whatever like the people but but, but i actually do kind of agree they've got cool um cool um, like Mexican Central American stuff that, right. that, that you so, want to... But yeah, but this has been like an ongoing debate on Twitter like because people in New York like to feel that they have something that's like, better than the rest of the country. I know the guy's name too. It's we Juan, have these amazing he's bodegas. He's you haven't really even actions. shopped until you've like shopped right. at a bodega. Remember Andrew Yang did a campaign video on a bodega and a bunch of people criticized it because the bodega was like too nice. They were like, that's not a real Can you imagine bodega? working in a bodega, being like a Mexican-American working in a bodega and having a bunch of con- condescending Park Slope, Brooklyn people come in and then like use condescending Spanish like Eddie, uh, um, our friend, he called it, um, um, what did he call it? What's that, what's that when you go on social services uh, Spanish? Mm-hmm. What's that called? Is it social services, right? Is that, yeah, what, I think he called it something who's, like that. What, what's the major you take if you want to go help people for a living? For the government, social I, services. I guess so. I don't really know. Anyway, there's a, there's a the, the, there was a, a a bad version of woke white Spanish that he and his uh, family who were came from Puerto Rico mm-hmm. had to endure when they got here in the 70s and 80s, which is by all these mm-hmm. um, all these uh, civil service whatever they are social services yeah. people. Um, you know, upscale white women essentially. You, in fact, knew someone who would talk to this friend yes, of yours. Yes, talk to my friend like and this. and give him the wrong name, like what they assumed his name was exactly. in Spanish was when so, that wasn't his name. Oh, I, I loved. We loved to give rib him, so we would laugh about it. But he was <laughs> he refused. He refuses to ever engage to somebody who is what's it called? It's not social services. I don't know. I don't remember what he called. If, it. No, if you're a healthcare worker, kind of for the state, you're. Yeah, what's that called? I, I don't remember what he called. Come it. on, uh, I don't remember. Social worker. Yes. Social, social worker, worker English Spanish? or social worker Spanish. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. They'd have to deal with all these people condescending and calling him yeah. Eduardo. Oh God, just not his name. But you know, <laughs> poor dude. But you know what? F Eddie because he laughed when it was uh, Secretary's Day, and I was working at the front desk of the <laughs> of Entercom in Boston, and. And flower deliveries kept coming to all the secretaries, and I was like, no, can't, can't do it. Can't. In the name of God, tell me I'm not getting flowers. In the name of God. Did I tell you about this? No, I don't think so. <sighs> so I was at Intercom in Boston. This is almost 20 years ago now, and I had gotten the job at the front desk as a front desk receptionist. Mm-hmm. It was only I wanted to get into radio. It was the only way I could get in. Only thing I get hired for. I had applied like as for producer before, but I had been a concierge, and they rightfully like threw my applications away. 
<laughs> so I finally I got I got the job as the receptionist, and I'm already like I'm 31 at this time. I'm like, oh my god, what have I done? I, I'm I'm the male receptionist, and so Secretary's Day comes and the flowers delivery deliveries come around. So so W A A F in Boston, there's their their um, receptionist gets or their secretary gets uh, flowers. That's great. And then to W E E I, their person gets one, and the administrative assistant for whoever gets one a flower bouquet and then another one comes in i'm like it's almost the end of the day i'm almost out of this i'm, I'm almost free because i would kill me it's like please don't i i because i could picture them because they, they used to kind of pander kind of condescend kind of patronize me but well-meaning mm-hmm. because they assumed a 31 year old man who's a male receptionist who wants to be the receptionist as a 31 year old man is among other things one certainly gay um and and two uh, you know like who knows but they thought okay so i'm sure they had a confab about this okay secretary's day what do we do for tom what do we do for tom and um and i um i just toiled over it i was scared to death i was just looking up when national secretary's day falls when does it well, you'll be pleased to know it's been subsumed by another holiday in our personal family life. Oh, really? What is it? It's been subsumed by National Alice Squeeze Tom's Hand Too Hard Day. Oh, good. <laughs> that was a terrible talk about a tragedy. We'll get to that in a second. So anyway, and I, I remember just saying, please no, please no, please no. And freaking, wouldn't you know it, kabloom or somebody comes in with this huge freaking white Hawaiian petaled freaking thing. That it looked a little different than the rest, and it brought it over to me, and it said to Tom Shattuck, and I said, "Oh my God, I got effing flowers on effing National Secretary's Day, I, I, I freaking shoot me!" And like that, the market manager, um, Julie Khan, came out of her out of her office. Oh, Tom. <laughs> Wow, those are beautiful, and they're so masculine. <laughs> oh, the patronizing was full on, and, and I was like, and and I was so horrified and dying inside that I like texted or sent a picture to those guys or whatever, or, or there was no sending pictures, and I, I let them know. And they, I could feel all of my brother and Eddie and all those guys laughing, enjoying every second of this. This is so masculine. <laughs> well, you'll be pleased to know that that's um, now a criticism that woke people are making of National Secretary's Day, which has been renamed National Administrative Professionals Day. Right. And is it because like people give flowers on it that those gifts are too feminine and that that like assumes that more women are secretaries, which is sexist? So, well, like, let me tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. If had I when I got that thing mm-hmm. because i didn't need a, like the solid reminder that i had taken an odd career move in my life at 31 <laughs> years old and there was no guarantee i was going to get into radio as the receptionist because there's no very few people go from guy who's good at sending fedexes to you know producer you know and um when those flowers came in i got them and i thought that's it that's the that's the true marker of where i am let me tell you one thing had there been a um nine millimeter pistol in my <laughs> desk uh, drawer uh, that would have been opened and over the kabloom <laughs> personalized note about how I'm so awesome as the male receptionist uh, there would have been a blood spatter and my pain would have been over 
So that was my National Secretary's Day, which was subsumed by Al squeezing the hand day. Would you like to tell people more about that? <laughs> I'll let you fill people in on that. I think people want to we hear about the, this we important event We were up at, a, up at a health facility in Beverly, Massachusetts um, in 2015, was it? 13. 13. And it, while I was doing my duty trying to help my wife, who is for one reason, a reason that is not relevant to this case, <laughs> who was feeling unpleasantness, she turned my hand to Alice. No, I'm telling the story. <laughs> I'll bring in all important facts, all necessary okay, facts okay. I'll bring in. Okay, I'll stop stepping on okay. you. I'm and so sorry. And so she turned my hand like this <laughs> and squeezed it and broke my hand with all of her might, the might of 7,000 um, um, silverback uh, gorillas. It was terrible. And that is what happened. Did you it was just un- say that I have the strength of seven thousand. You did at that moment. You did at that moment, and it was. There I'm was, not sure was, whether or not I should be offended by that. It was an unprovoked attack and assault on me, mm-hmm. and it was hurtful. And that is what that day has become to me. And that is all the context anybody needs. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Are you sure? Do you want to tell people anything that I was doing at no, the time? No, I want you to meet somebody who I'm leaving you now. Finally, after this life of abuse, Alice. I'm leaving you because I've got a new wife. Did you realize that? <laughs> Alice? Go ahead. I've got a new wife. Let's see if I can get this going here. <laughs> and she is... Well, if you're going to ask me to fill, you know what's going to happen here. She's also... I'm going to tell no, people what happened on no, National Secretary's Day of 2013. Else, I didn't ask you to fill, actually. <laughs> I asked you to fill last night, and you came back with questions about Phil. <laughs> That was too nice. Filled your home? No, not filled your home, Alice. <laughs> we do know some Phils. We do know at least two Phils listen to this show that I know of. Really? Well, Julie, who called in last night, her husband is also Phil. That's right. That's, that's a good point. Actually, I think that Phil may know filled your home, or at least no, I don't think so. They're from Western Mass. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're Patreon listeners. Oh, I love Julie and Phil. So this is the Big person. supporters of the show. This is the person who didn't break my hand. The blonde lady who I am now <laughs> going to marry, Alice. Her name is Heather Kovar. She works for CBS Six Albany. Uh, on uh, on <laughs> Heather Kovar was okay. This is after appearing disoriented during the TV's station Saturday evening broadcast, and this is. My girl, my new girlfriend and fiance, Heather Kovar. Also, people from all over the Northeast and beyond have fought to uh, downtown Schenectady since the. Uh- That's that word was supposed to be Schenectady. Schenectady. Yeah. Her also, her hair is a total mess. Uh, she seems very disheveled, and she seems compromised. Northeast and beyond have fought to uh, downtown Schenectady since the um, Van Gogh exhibit. Since- She's also squinting at points sometimes. Since uh, hit here more than a month ago, Schenectady officials say the attraction has brought tens of thousands to the area just a month ago. All right, so our local CBS Sixes and Emma Quint, she's so amazing, and she spoke <laughs> with local businesses and she, and as well as Discover Schenectady about the Discover impact that it's bringing to downtown. Man, she has to go to the, like the one block with a lot of S words. Unfortunately for her, <laughs> on the Schenectady, over fifteen thousand people. All right, thank you so much, Emma, for that report. You know, the exhibit is... Uh, the thing is, though, that nobody like even combed her hair. <laughs> she, her hair seriously looks like the blonde girl on 16 Candles when she wakes up in the car. 
<laughs> I mean, like, are nope. we judging? <laughs> no, I mean, the, that girl in 16 Candles at that time was, for people my age, considered the most beautiful thing on the face of the earth. But this is, no, this is for TV. Open until August, so you can still check that out. Discover Schenectady. You should really check that out. They do so many good things in Schenectady. The leaders there, they are hopeful that that exhibit's going to bring even more events and exhibits to the area in the future. And so moving on tonight is we have to tell you also, you know, like other news. That's you happened. know, like, I love that. We have to tell you, honestly, like, you know, like now she's like lost interest or in the teleprompter <laughs> has no idea. I'm all for her. I'm all for this being how news is done. Is we have to tell you also. I mean, obviously, because you know, like, we do our show like that, like half the time. Yes, very occasionally. have to tell you also, you know, like other news that's happening <laughs> in the area and across the, you know, the area. Uh, oh. the nation. A four, a, a- you know what's best about this? <laughs> it's that she's still on the drunken ascent. <laughs> she is becoming drunker as this moves on. And across the, you know, the area uh, in the nation, a four of, uh, let me tell you about this, a four-year-old girl is actually dead. Oh. Another man is clinging to life after shooting no. in Ohio. Oh, that's really bad. That's really bad. Stop. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, You know what? I'm there, but for the grace of God. Neither neither you or I, thankfully, have ever. (laughs) Have ever tried to produce any type of news content. Correct. While under the influence of anything. So, safe there. Thank goodness. Correct. What does this say here? What's this thing on Twitter that says, why the long face? Is that to me or to you? That's from um, when we were about to record on July 4th. I think I was making like kind of a mad face in the picture. Oh, I Remember see. you posted? Oh, your face. I see. Your face is weird. Oh my God, Alice. What? What? Menners is with Clemmer somewhere. Where are they? They're probably close to here. Where but are- as we all know, Chris doesn't want to hang out with me. So We don't know that that's true. Let me see. It's very true. Very true. Let me see. Maybe we should meet up with him. I said we should the other day, but I trust you to do that because I'm not in the Miniverse. It's, I'm glad the Miniverse is out there. I love all of you who are in it. But it's not really just like my scene. So that's. But, yeah, I said we should meet Menners because you showed me a thing where Menners said nice things about me. So that's, um, I'm for that. Are they in, no, there's a Portsmouth? blue house there. Maybe it is Portsmouth. <sighs> you know what? I think Look it is at the Portsmouth. metadata of the picture and see if you can tell where they took it. That's right and up the streets from us. And let's Yeah, the guy should meet us in a, in a bar. Can you think wow. of Menners? Is it too filthy here? In here? Yeah, not in here. In our house? Not in the house. Where are you going to invite that? You're right. I can't. Chicken coop. It's empty now. <laughs> our poor chicken coop. Um, Yeah, no. I mean, but why wouldn't... Why couldn't we hang out with them? We could. I mean, they're, they've passed us up here. Wow. Wow. Been passed over. Well, they're right up there. Maybe they should head to Newburyport. Can we go out tonight? We can't go out tonight, can we? Why not? Well, I don't... Don't we have kids? Um... 
Are you anchoring the news right now in Schenectady? Schenectady right now? Schenectady. No, um, no, but I bet, I bet we could. We have friends who don't have work in the morning and stuff who could watch our kids. I'm sure. I could work out something if we were going to hang out with menors, but I, we don't have to certainly. This is ridiculous. They went right past us if they're in Portsmouth. Overlooked again. Chris Clemmer just won't hang out with me, I guess. Hold on. I'm going to send an angry missive out. Fill now. Now you can fill. Now I can fill? Yep. So uh, what I was going to tell you all about National Secretary's Day of 2013 is that is, in fact, the day that I gave birth to our second child, which is um, what I was doing when I apparently squeezed Tom's hand incorrectly and caused a problem for Tom. So that was great. Um Actually, past P A S T or P A S S E D? S S E D. Duh. Um, but anyway, uh, so that is the day. That's why I recognize the date right away of uh, when I hurt Tom's poor little hand. And I, I was totally fine and not in any duress at all when that happened. And, um, you know, but. We, we look back on that day with fondness in our household. Despite, first of all, that is not, I, I take issue with some of those facts, by the way. And I'm taking like which back, ones? I'm taking back the con that there was any childbirth involved in any of that. It was a simple assault on me. Let's go to the chat chat, shall we? Homie? I guess so, I guess so. All right, get ready. I'm going to rock your world, Alice. Ready? We have I'm two, ready. count them, two chats. Oh, three. Another one just came in. All right. I got some uh, margarita mix at uh, Sam's Club. All you need is the ice. Everything's mixed in. All right. Bye. Do we I, have a Sam's Club here? No, n- n- uh, I don't know. I, I kind of think we. I kind of think there might be one in in Woburn. But here's the thing: I don't love prefab. I don't. Well, okay. So. So, but pre-made cocktails are like a big thing now. I know, but I don't trust the poor of the bartender, we'll just say. But you like like the prefab cocktails in a can, like your Bloody Marys that you get. I do, but that's a little bit of a thing. If I'm drinking one of those, I'm not, it's not a session. It's just kind of. Yeah, well, all that's gone now. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Remember we declared victory uh, two weeks ago, Alice. Remember how that worked out for us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cardi B was accepting an iHeartRadio award, maybe. That's a guess for my Cardi B contest. What was it? Because I asked people to call in if they're longtime fans of the show. They know what Cardi B was doing when she made that noise. Oh, I see. Let me play the noise for you. Cardi B made this noise. Go ahead. Early on in the show, and early on in the show, Tom played this audio, and he's been using that audio ever since. And I think there's a lot of listeners now who don't know what that is from, or what, when, under what circumstances Cardi B made that noise. Let me just tell you, the person she was talking to did not fully acknowledge or understand. Here's some what of the. Here's saying. some of the. <laughs> here's some of the conversation. Oh snap! How you doing? Hi, buddy. How are you? How are you? The name's I'm, Joe. Well, hello there, Joe. Uh, as a matter I of fact, me. why don't you meet my daughter? The love of my life, the life of my love. She's a fan of yours. Hi, a, how are you? This Hi, is how Ashley. Are you? Good, how you doing? 
I'm sure yeah, Ashley Biden. Her father, lots when of Cardi she was B. growing up, she'd call me Joey B. So yeah. we may be related or something. B. Yep, Cardi B and Joey B. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I just okay, to say Joey, hi. How you doing? As I voted, it was easy peasy. The hardest part was getting out the f***ing call. Um, um, go vote because you will feel like you. I don't know. It feels good after you voted. You feel like. Okay. Anyway, somewhere in that interview, <laughs> she made that noise. That's exactly right. And let's see. Um, where is that? Oh, there it is. All right. I saw Jesse Kelly talking about um, Nancy Pelosi's breast, and he was making some weird noise when he was talking about him. He was going, really? I don't know what that's all about. Oh my goodness, I don't know what that's all about either. I don't either. I don't know. I, I like Jesse. Like I that. like Jesse Kelly, but I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I like Jesse Kelly on Twitter. I've never really listened to his other stuff. I have to be honest. Mm. I don't know mm. what. I like him on Twitter. What's wrong with saying that? I don't. I haven't listened to his show. Have you? Uh, I, I, saw, I listened to it once. I didn't love it, but I mean, who knows? But uh, I haven't really listened to any. I just don't. I wasn't trying to say anything. I just, but there are these guys like like Stephen Miller on Red Seas, who's just fantastic on Twitter, and in it, it raises your expectations, but they're not as good on 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 the air. Thankfully, I'm considered not great on either. So <laughs> I have around eight thousand Twitter followers and have since 2011. All right, homie, here we go. Thank you so much. I, for one, am almost at 1,500 Twitter followers, so you can come follow me on Twitter. I am at Alice Shattuck. Um, my producer over there, Tom Shattuck, you can follow him. His name is at Tom Shattuck. This is called the Burn Barrel Podcast at Burn Barrel Pod. And you can, you can also check it out at www.burnbarrelpodcast.com, uh, where you can hear all the places to listen. It, even around Schenectady, New York, or anywhere else that you like to listen to podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.